All right. <clears throat> We're rolling. Uh, we are rolling, my guy. Dude, I'm excited. I haven't said this in a minute. Welcome back. Call you Sipper Simps and Whiskey Dicks alike. This is Andrew. I'm, I'm always with my partner, uh, Josiah. Yeah, it's me. Uh, welcome back from holiday break. Uh, let's just hop right into it. Um, so I moved to Detroit uh, for some uh, career motives and for our next adventure for me and Sarah. Uh, but we are still going to be bringing this podcast to you. But we did take a little bit of a, like a Christmas break. Obviously, we were traveling, going involved family. Uh, so we apologize for the lack of episodes over the last month. But we're going to get right back to it. The Sims are back, baby. Sims are back. Let's roll that intro. Let's roll it. So I like can hear like a little bit of it. So when I'm dancing in that video, it's like I'm just dancing because I know the song. Yeah, I can't hear jack shit. Fuck yeah, um, so yeah. So our new format is gonna be um, not quite mini sods and then one long feature, but uh, shorter episodes when we're doing remote like we are now, uh, which is kind of crazy because I can't even like the video. I think the sound quality is amazing right now. But uh, oh yeah. When we when we switch, uh, and then once a month we're either gonna be traveling to Grand Rapids or Josiah's gonna come to me to Detroit, and we're gonna try to do our interviews on those uh, monthly pods when we are together in person. Then trying to bring in someone else that doesn't have the proper equipment to make it sound good online. Uh, but with that yeah. being said, Simps are back. Josiah, what you sipping on? Uh, coffee. Um, because it's three <laughs> in the afternoon. And what else? I oh, saw yeah. you brought a bottle down. Yeah, yeah. Where does where's that bottle at? So it's the it's this bad boy right here. Um, for wait, cameras over here. Um, <laughs> it is a smoke wagon. Um, which you know a lot of people are familiar with it. It's good shit. But uh, what makes this one different is it's a rye, but it's not just any regular old rye. It's a malted rye. So okay. Um, as they say, it's distilled from a mash bill, fifty one percent rye and forty nine percent malted barley. Big whoa, that's actually. Okay, that's interesting. I, that's high. That's real high. That's a lot of fucking malted barley. Um, big, bold, unapologetically intense. It's a, it really shines through up front. Um, flavor journey off sweet and creamy with uh, notes of caramel cereal and what can only be described as well, dot, 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 malt. I love the phrase flavor journey. We should bring that around more often. Flavor journey. Yeah, I like that. Flavor journey. <laughs> flavor town. Go on to flavor journey to flavor town. Flavor. Oh, maybe we could collab if we did it well enough with uh, what's his dick, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri. What's his dick, Guy Fieri? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you picked that up in uh, Colorado, right? Yeah, dude. I, every time I go out there, they like the the Costco liquor store always just gets so much shit in. Um, you know, if you go like if you're lucky enough, you'll get like fucking um um like everything. Like, Do you, you exclusively get go to Costco when you're out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have. Excuse me. I mean, they have other liquor stores too, but Costco is just—they uh, get so much volume in, and mm-hmm. if you go in the right time, they just there's just so much shit. Like, Smoke Wagon is so readily available there, especially around Christmas time, and um, you know, at retail, it's—I mean, it's a pretty good product. It's hard to beat, um, and it's super fucking. That's tasty. not a High West product, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Um, but it is from—it's from Nevada, so like Vegas, okay. yeah. Because I've never actually even seen that in real life, like with my own eyes, you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking bottle too. Like, mm-hmm. like this, their design is just insane. Like, you hold it up again. Yeah. So, 
Um, it looks like a high west bottle, it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Like, and, but like the outside of it's textured, like it's got all these like, like branches and flowers and shit, and then it's got this like mm. seal that's actual like wax with yeah, their yeah. like uh, emblem on it that says uh, Bibama Smoriandum S, which is like we drink like because we're gonna die or whatever, something like that. Like let's drink. It says tomorrow we die sense. or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like fuck it, man. Well, fuck it, we ball. So, but anything else happened on your what, trip home? Anything eventful in Colorado? How's the fam? Uh, fam's good. I mean, if you guys don't know, I, you, we've said you're from Colorado, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fam's good. I mean, only eventful thing that happened there is I always forget every time I go out there. Um. And to be fair, like, so first of all, every time I fly, I always, you know, I get there super early because you know I'm a dad at heart but then also because uh i like and to possibly s- elsewhere we don't know though unconfirmed yeah. <laughs> unconfirmed as of yet uh <laughs> if uh, if you think i'm your baby daddy just don't call um don't call <laughs> yeah you can text but yeah, so you can text you can text but, <laughs> you can um, email me but... yeah maybe like yeah dropping a snail mail if you can find me <laughs> <laughs> but uh the uh so uh yeah no that's where i'm from it's good stuff but uh yeah i like to get there early because i one just because it's so much easier to get through security but then also because two i like to sit at the airport bars and just uh mm-hmm. there's just something about getting on that plane blasted as hell um so i, I mean I have, yeah, not... have you been seeing are you the guy that like you've seen all these memes of like check to see if your gate exists and then you go get drunk. Have you seen all those? Oh Is that yeah, you? every goddamn time. Like I know it's there, but I still walk there. I'm like, ah, oh, that's cool. I mean, and also too, because I want to, I want to see it, see where it is. And then I'm going to go drink at a bar that's by it instead of like, oh, this is a cool bar. Let me drink here and then just fucking trek across the airport to my gate. Um, You know, especially if sometimes the gate moves or whatnot. I just got to make sure it's where it's at. So I'm a fan of drinking at a bar that's not close to my gate because the off chance that I'm like sitting next to that person or they're on my flight. Like what if something goes wrong? I have a higher chance of not seeing the person farther. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Uh, yeah. With the Grand Rapids airport though, you don't really have much of an Dude, option. No you just have a one, <laughs> you, like, you have two like two bars. bars. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a decent baseline there and then I got there and obviously, you know, Oh, let's go hit up the liquor store. Grab yeah. myself a uh, pint of wild Turkey one one. Should they, Oh, you mean once you landed? Sorry. Yeah, once I landed. I was going to say, there's no liquor store in GRR. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I wish. Yeah. Duty free. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. grabbed a pint Anyways. there. Uh, and then I always forget about it. You know, it's altitude, but it's just for me, it's just the Denver effect because I forget about it every time. I think it's something mm-hmm. to do with the airport and the fact that it's a base for conspiracy theories. Um, I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. all that shit, but you get on the wrong elevator. Next thing you know, you're met with a bunch of extraterrestrial beings. Um, yep. That's pretty much it. But uh, the way it works is uh, you get drunk a lot faster on a lot less, and then also you're dehydrated. Um, so, I mean, I drank it, the, the, the pint, because, you know, it's a pint. Um, and then next thing you know, I wasn't feeling so hot. and. Uh, and then I threw up everywhere. It was the first time I've thrown up in a long time. And I had had an entire bag of hot Cheetos, family size. You know, obviously, it's because I'm a family. Because <laughs> I'm a family. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I thought I was dying. So I was like, oh, my God, dude. I am just throwing up red right now. And I was like, oh, it's just a hot Cheetos. That's about it, though. Besides that, pretty good time being back. Uh, Christmas was fun. Um, it's pretty chill, pretty low-key. And then... Got drunk right. on the airport back on the airplane, air, blah, 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 the flight back. Everything got delayed as shit because Southwest and the holidays. Um, 
Yeah, dude. What was the whole fiasco? I heard about that, but I didn't really look what, like everyone I mean, just get canceled or what? Pretty much. Um, apparently, I was one of the last ones to make it out before a big shutdown happened. So I got kind of lucky there. But I did get delayed by like four hours. Um, and, you know, while I was there, I just stayed at the airport bar. I got 12 shots of Jack and a burger. <laughs> um, and it was only for the <laughs> low, low, for a burger for the low, low price of 60 fucking dollars in an airport bar. Like it's wait 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 all that together or the burger was sixty no bucks? the twelve shots of Jack, which was in Jack and was was in, it was mixing with Jack and Diet. You got Coke. the hookup, bro. Dude, that I, is, that's not real. That's what I was saying. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 hold up, sixty bucks. Like so, obviously, I just threw him a hundred and told him to keep the change because I was like, Jesus, dude, that's insane. And keep he the change, you filthy animal. And he was like, he was like, wait, really? <laughs> like, and then he was like, thanks so much, man. Like whatever. I'm like, dude, you're working the day after Christmas, bro. Like, and also you definitely blessed me. And he's like. Yeah, you know. I mean, like it's probably like you know everyone's yeah. like um, stuck there, maroon. They know they're all drinking, and you know if you have an mm-hmm. opportunity to make some extra tip money and help out people and bless them, why the hell would you not? Got on that flight on the way back, and I was like, you know, let's keep this bitch rolling. Um, so uh, you know, we get finally get on that plane. Uh, flight attendant comes through. We were delayed because we didn't have flight attendants. So this was another big thing. So it's apparently a thing called like, it's like a timeout or whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. Something where uh, the, they were so understaffed where the flight attendants uh, had been working back to back to back and then they had to take like X amount of time off because they weren't able to fly or work again. So there'd be just tons of flight attendants just waiting around the airport for their time out to like end so that they could really? get back to work. And we finally had one show up and everyone was just like, fuck yeah, let's Have go. you ever been on a flight where they're like, they're looking for a pilot? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the gate next to me. They could not have, a, they did not have a pilot, and they were like, like we just can't you, go. Like airlines are so fuck, uh, such a joke to me. Like, how yeah. do you schedule something? Like, I get it. Let's say someone like has a flu or COVID instantly and calls in. Like, yeah, you're probably looking for a pilot, but you should have backup pilots, like on call pilots, like on their day off, right? Yeah, right. But there's a there's a guy. I remember when we were flying from uh, Grand Rapids to Chicago. This guy was supposed to be the day off, and he flew, like, six extra flights from Grand Rapids to Chicago. They were telling us over the PA system, so they're, like, applaud for him because he didn't have to do any of this today. Yeah, right. Like, how do, you, how do you just, like, not have a pilot scheduled for six flights? Dude. That's insane. Yeah, no, it's just, I think that's why Southwest is getting sued, because they're like, hey, you get, we knew what you were doing. Like, you guys could have prevented this, et cetera, et cetera. But anyways, get on the flight. I'm like, you know what, let me just, let's just keep this party rolling. Um, you know, here's a theme here. Um, she walks by, I'm like, hey, she's like, anything to drink? And I'm like, yeah, can I just get some wild turkey, one-on-one Diet Coke? And then I was like, she's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, hey, what are the odds I can just get, like, I just get, like, three of those, like, right now, like, up front, so I don't have to, like, keep ordering. And she's like, I got you. So, sit there, wait back. She comes back. She's giving me one else drink. She reaches in her pocket, pulls them out, drops them daff, whatever goes on. And I'm like, oh, cool. Start drinking it. I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't paid for this yet. So, I'm like, okay. So, maybe she's going to come back, collect payment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, she didn't charge? She didn't charge. And then, so, all of a sudden, we're like, all right, wow. flight's about to land. Like, we're getting close. And then she came back and I was like, hey, uh, I didn't pay for those earlier. Like, like and she was like, no, 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 you're good. And I was like, wait, really? Like, she's like, yeah. And I was like, Okay, can I like, can I just like tip you? Because like, dude, you just like hooked it up. She goes, mm-hmm, no, no, no. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, it's super inconvenient, but hey, it worked dude, out. Dude, everyone's working the day after Christmas. No one fucking cares. They're pissed. They have to be there. They're not pissed at you. Yeah, no, they're just like, you know what? Let's you just know? keep this. Let's keep this party going. So and that's what happened. Yeah. Lowest days of sales ever for Southwest on beverage. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they make a single dollar on those beverages. But yeah, that was my that was my holiday trip. Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, what about nice. you? 
Well, my parents are uh, my. Well, I won't say my parents are boring as fuck. I love oh, my wow. parents. My family is a traditional uh, Midwest boring family, right? So there's nothing to tell from there. But uh, last weekend was the West Michigan Food and Beverage Awards. Oh yeah. Uh, and I wanted to go over that because before we started recording, we were talking about a club in Denver and like how like. There's different, like, and not just in Denver, but there's different clubs out. Like, literally, there's girls' jobs that are just a dance in like a this case, right? Or yeah, like yeah, dance yeah. on this object, right? And it's super like respected. They're not like people aren't weird about. It. It's just like you know, you have right. A nice no, piece no, of art it's not whatever. weird, but yeah. like, it's not like objectifying either. But it's just like your job is to stand here and dance in this case because it creates this like cool vibe, right? Yep. <laughs> kind of like a Hunger Game vibe, but whatever. <laughs> um, Very dystopian. So we're. We're yeah, we're at the Food and Beverage Awards, and this is in Grand Rapids at the um at the Amway Grand Plaza. Very, they did a great job. Um, but there was champagne towers, like come grab your own champagne. But inside the champagne towers, there were girls and pretty, that. like pretty girls in pretty dresses. I was like, wait, what? And I was and I was sitting there. I was like, this is so weird. And they were like enclosed in them too. Like they weren't the ones that were going to get champagne and then reciting the tree. They were just, just there to like greet you, say hi. And they weren't even handing you champagne. So like you had to go up to them, look at them, and then go grab the champagne that was standing right by their crotch. It was so weird. Dude. And I felt so bad for them. Yeah. I was like, I, I mean, I was, I was happy because there's free champagne. But I was also like, this is really weird. Like also too, like as a job, right? So if I was like, let's say I was like, I was in the, I was there and they're like, all right, so you got two choices. All right. You can either go out and serve and, you know, reload these champagne bottles or you can just stand there and look pretty and everyone will just say you hi pay to $25 you. An hour, yeah. Pay $25 an hour just to get uh, champagne collected off your dress. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> come on. It's a given, dude. Fuck no. I'd yeah. hate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the personal. I mean, I also part, would probably yeah. want to drink and they'd be like, you can't drink. So just be like, yeah, I don't know. You got like a little straw that's like running through your dress, and you just like sip them, sift, sip, fucking <laughs> yeah. siphoning off. Dude, the fucking... have you? Uh, speaking of uh, sifting, have you seen the guy who uh, rigged a uh, uh, Taco Bell cup to have the tube go down his arm and into a backpack of like like a big like gasoline like shaped container and he stole like four gallons worth of uh, um, Baja Blast, dude. Why? Genius. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't. I, I couldn't tell. I mean, I know why because they want Baja Blast. But <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I would assume he's getting that for a group because that's just gonna go flat, dude. You right? think so? I mean, if like, it's tightly sealed, and they, they literally have milk gallons, like four milk gallons filled up, and they like have them tightly sealed. So, bartender knowledge here. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you learn something useful today. Carbonation doesn't go away because, uh, well, carbonation will go away after a time if a thing is left open, but the quickest killer to carbonation is actually temperature. Oh, no way. If you leave, if you leave a soda water out that has not been opened, right? Like let's just say it's a soda water or two liter, right? And you leave it out on a shelf for too long. The soda will go away once it's been opened. Okay. If, if you... Okay, so like, let's say you just take two soda waters, right? You open one, or you open both of them, you leave one out, and you put one in the fridge, right? It doesn't, the one in the fridge will like five times as long hold its uh, soda water, even if the top is open. Now, granted, really? the soda will, event, the like the carbonation will eventually go out, but the water, or the, the temperature, excuse me, the colder it is, is what holds carbonation in. Dude, that is insane. Yeah. 
That's a fun yeah. fact. So the fun fact, yeah. So if you, I mean, so if you double whammy it and you tightly seal something and make sure it's cold, eventually, yes, carbonation will make its way out, but it will be sealed and fresh for a lot, lot longer as long as it's cold. Hmm. All right. So yeah, yeah, that was the food and beverage awards. Uh, Buffalo did bring home uh, best bar uh, in West Michigan, which is awesome. Um, I guess a couple other keynotes. Uh, best GM was our homies at uh, uh, Misfits. Oh, at yeah. Social Misfits. No doubt. He won Chris, I think it was. Yeah, Chris. Uh, best bartender, Justin Whitman. Nice. Uh, yeah. Definitely think I should have gone home with that, but that's just because I'm prideful. Yeah, uh, But congrats to you, Justin. Yeah. Um, best restaurant was also Madrid. Uh, best chef was Monsoon. Have you heard of Monsoon? They won a couple awards. I have. I have not uh, been yet. I have not gone, but like I feel like I have to because it would be a disservice to my people if I don't. Um, yeah right yeah yeah they got they got all that, that vietnamese food there some good shit dude have you seen um one of my favorite podcast duos is uh bobby lee and uh theo von when they talk yeah. and when, have you seen the clip when uh theo von says vietnamese yeah he said and bobby lee goes this just feels so right he said vietnamese that's how you say it though you know vietnamese Dude, the Vietnam, dude, the Vietnamese, dude, are the rednecks of mm-hmm. Asia, and I will not, dude, I will not, I will not back I, down. I mean, on I that. can't really concede to that, but you can. You hundred percent, dude. That. Like the Vietnamese Cambodians, like the, they party mm-hmm. like fucking nobody else does. It's like it's why there's like a big, uh, there's a big, uh, there's a lot of uh, carryover, especially with like you know obviously foreign cultures in America. But like mm-hmm. uh, between Hispanic culture, Vietnamese culture, and then even some African American culture, because like they all kind of have like this. Uh, I don't, I do not understand it, but there's a lot of like little things that they all share that are just super. Well, like, there's also like different niche. cultures that are elitist, like Kenyans and J- Japanese. I'm sure they share a lot because they would consider themselves the elite of their yeah regions. So you know what I mean? Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah. I think that's what you're getting at. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're 100 percent right there, and it's just so yeah. it's so fucking funny. Like, like not to get like like not to be racist, but like you know, every Vietnamese Cambodian party I've been at, there has been one liquor of choice. What is it? Hennessy. Interesting. Hennessy. Hennessy. We oh, love I see what our you're going. fucking Hennessy. That's what I said, dude. I don't I don't know why. So it's always like so like being like uh, you know Southeast Asian like growing up like. Uh, you know, I was invited. To, we we always had the cookouts, like the Vietnamese cookouts, Cambodian cookouts, and a lot of times we would trade which place we went to for the cookout. So I was always invited to the cookout, no matter uh, you know which group was throwing it, and I would just always show up with a bottle of Hennessy because that's what we did, um, you know, growing up and you know Long Beach, California. And it was just it's just so funny that it's like such a random niche thing that they picked yeah. up over there too in yeah. uh, Cambodian Vietnam, but. Vietnamese. So, so yeah, I, mean, I just yeah. I just realized that Cambodia was a real place two months ago. So yeah, yeah. You know I what? You're just I, was, with I, me I, I did want to put that out there and advertise that, but I, I cannot believe you did not know Cambodia oh, was no, a real place. Oh, we can place, do that. Bro. I'm done, That's... dude. I am I am so smart in some ways, and I am. Rachel just stared at me that. with like shock in her eyes as soon as I said that. <laughs> I, I didn't know. You're like I thought you just made it up for the yeah for the Cambodian breast milk. Like no, it's it's a thing. Cambodian breast milk is very real, and it's made by beautiful or Cambodian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right so um yeah, to pivot a little bit uh <laughs> we i got the pleasure pre-christmas break or during our christmas break i had the pleasure of actually running into another fan um nice, yeah and this happens from time to time and i think for both of us it, it still reigns true that when we run into fans we're like 
You're like, wait, what? We don't, we don't believe they exist. Because, yeah. like, why why do you guys listen to us? I mean, we're very thankful. Especially if they're people very, that like, you've thankful. never met before in your life. And you're just like, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, you're that one dude uh, from Simple Simps. And you're like, wait, is this for real right now? Are you just yeah, fucking like, with me? All the Who things the I do, like you my do social this? media, yeah. all of this. Like, the dumb shit we do, this is how you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's better than the cops coming up to us be like, you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I'm sitting at Buffalo of all places, um, and this guy um, had looked at me like when I walked in, and I kind of just waved to him and whatever. And he was just—he's sitting right next to me at the bar, next seat over. Yeah. And after about five minutes, he goes, "Is your name Andrew?" And I go, "Yeah, man. <laughs> um, what's up?" And he goes, "I would recognize that voice anywhere." <laughs> and he goes, "You're from Seven with Sims, right?" And I go, "Holy shit! Yeah, Ooh. what's up, man? His name's uh, his name's Lee." Lee Woodruff um, got to talking. He's got a crazy story. His wife is uh, Chinese American, first generation Chinese American. I believe she was born in China. Uh, they moved back, or she they met in college. She came in for college. They got married. She is currently in China right now because it's impossible to get out. Yeah. Uh, that, so she's with family. Um, so shout out to you, Lee. Stay strong about that. You guys will be united together. But uh, strong he did. What, I got you, what do you mean by that? Are you saying he's a city boy? I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We did. uh, I got to talking. He got my number and I asked him to come up with a mailbag for us. So he sent us some questions all ranging from whiskey to like dumb shit to personal shit. So I figured we just go through it. The mailbag special. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Let's go. Okay. So his first question is, what is the male equivalent of a girlfriend stealing your hoodie? (laughs) So like, what do we do? I, 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 this is my final answer, but like, I also steal Sarah's hoodies yeah. because she always gets like extra large hoodies because she likes big hoodies, but that won't be mine. So what is our male equivalent? <laughs> what is the male equivalent of your girlfriend stealing your hoodie? That's a good fucking question, dude. Right? Um, well, I mean, there's, hmm. I, I, are we going to like, so there's like our, what we personally do and then there's like what we believe is the male equivalent like you know what i mean like because obviously there's weird things that i do like of course i'll take like their, what do you personally do like i'll take their panties and shove them in my mouth <laughs> and walk out just because why not okay yeah. that okay. or uh you know what i mean like i don't know yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean, I no, mean that's so, not i don't i wouldn't say that's for the masses what though. usually i do is like as well so here's the thing this isn't necessarily not necessarily the male equivalent but like why do women steal men's hoodies? Let's start with that, right? I feel a little bit it of it. Smells is, like it smells like it thong. smells like us. We it's, usually are bigger, they're comfier. It's also like a it's like a way of marking your territory. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Well, so for me, yes, what I it do used is to be I really bad. Yeah. Go ahead. So what I do is like not necessarily the same things. It's um, I, I I I get nothing out of it, but I'll like I'll leave my shoes. <laughs> I'll leave my shoes there. I'll leave so many shoes. It looks like a Holocaust memorial. <laughs> because it's like there is a man that lives here and there's no one else that's gonna come through this house that's so true i do that too there's I no do that man too. no other man is gonna come through this house and see no. all those men's shoes and just think oh maybe she's got men's shoes she's, he's gonna think there's another man no i'm leaving my jordans there <laughs> that are size 11 like you know that's not her <laughs> That's so fun. That's that's such a great answer. I was thinking about the the marking your territory of stealing a hoodie. It's not really as prevalent anymore. I think now when you get older and adults as we are, it's more about like literally like it smells like him. It reminds me of him type shit. But in like high school when you had like your name on the back of a hoodie, like your baseball hoodie or something like that. Yeah. 
bitches wanted that so bad. Or do you remember, like, did you ever play high school football? No, I did not. Oh, bitches wanted to have your other jersey for the game? Oh, my goodness. I believe that. I believe that. Ugh. Yeah, and that's like that's a, a, that's a mark answer, of pride. Though. Still Leaving your shoes? Yeah. yeah, leaving the shoes, dude. Leaving the shoes. Okay. Okay, this one's a little bit more sentimental. Okay. Uh, what's your best bro moment? As in coming through for a friend. Or coming on a friend, depending on how what your bro moment is. I'm just kidding. He says, uh, <laughs> what's your best bro moment? As in coming through for a friend. Oh, man. I see. I don't really... That's a good question because I can't really think of like, you know, like best moments. Like for me, it's always Dude, about you're like, one of the biggest bros I know when it comes to coming through for friends. Literally, like oh yeah, when our when our car battery yeah. was dead. <laughs> did did we, we told that story already? Yeah, but we like, did. Yeah, literally, I was like Josiah, where are you? Uh, what are you doing? Do you have like an extra hour or two? And he goes, Yeah. What do you need? And I was like, I need a ride. He's there before I even told him that my car battery was dead. Yeah. And then he ended up getting in a car accident, taking me to get. Well, he didn't get in a car accident. Someone backed into him, a work truck. But yeah, dude, you're all over those bro moments. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I mean, so it's just hard for me to think of, like, what I would consider my best moment, which it sounds like such a humble, humble brag. But it's like the idea of I just, I'm when it's needed, I do it. You know, I don't really, yeah. I don't like keep a tally um, or like a scoreboard. It's just when it's done it's done you know you do what's got to be done mm -hmm. um i mean i i don't know i could th probably think of one really funny one because it was so random but it was back in the day uh our old pal ruben i actually saw him again over the weekend it was really nice seeing him again but he he was prepared he was prepping for a show and that man uh he took a lot of different supplements and whatnot to get to where he had to be but he had a full body cramp like from head to toe and he was just okay. fucking dying. So he called me, and I was like, all right. So I drove across town. I was going, I'm going 100 miles an hour down fucking Burton. Um, I get there. I, I'm undressing this man and putting him in the bathtub, you know, so that way he can, like, uh, just, uh, you know, relax. And I'm feeding him bananas Jesus. because he needs to be eating bananas for the yeah, potassium. potassium. And I just was, like, looking at this naked man in the bathtub, and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? It's kind of weird. Yeah. But it is. It is. is. But that's a good story. Mine would be um, when I was living in Washington, D.C., um, I was an intern for the Treasury Department, but I had access to the West Lawn of um, the uh, White House, excuse me, just because the West Lawn of the White House and the Treasury Department building share that. So it, it wasn't even on the lawn. There's still a gate that protected the lawn, but there's like, there's a gate to the treasury, there's a gate to the White House, and then there's a walkway in between that I had access to. <clears throat> um, so one day, uh, I remember seeing the president walking with the Secret Service, and then um, someone literally, like, dug a hole on the other side of the fence and was starting to come out of it with an AK-47. And I climbed that fence, and I broke the guy's neck, <laughs> and I saved the president. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. You had me going for, like, halfway. You lost me at AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of how I could make it, like, ridiculously quickly. I did live in D.C. I did have access to the West Lawn. Uh, I've never seen the president of the United States before. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> Um, let me get back to it. Sorry. Yeah. All right. What was what was the last thing you did that was scary as hell? Either you wanted to do it or it was an accident. Oh my god, dude. Uh, I live a pretty Ooh. safe life now. 
So pretty relatively, uh, relatively. I mean, um, um, probably. There's like things that I want to say, but I feel like I can't. Um, Side note: I want to go skydiving so bad. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I gotta... know. Last thing I did was that was truly like I thought I was gonna die. Was I had a bunch of friends. I've told you about the friends that live up in California in the mountains and trucks and stuff like that, right? And box trucks and vans. They love the van life. Yeah. Well, when we were in college, before they did the van life, I mean, they were hikers, down, uh, downhill, uh, like longboarders, speedboarders, whatever you want to call them. They did everything. They canoed, kayaked, all of it. They would find bridges and set up their own bungee cords. Yeah. And they would jump off the bridge, obviously bungee cord, but they would also like swing right like once they were done and they all went and they like they're very good with it they knew how to adjust it for weight i was not as big as i am now i was definitely in really good shape back in college but like this is not like some amusement park bungee jump this is a bungee jump that my pothead roommates and friends set up and i did it and i was obviously i'm still here but i remember thinking like jumping off this 100 foot bridge or like a 100 yard bridge whatever it was it's pretty high up like this is I, I'm actually going to die. <laughs> like yeah. this is this is how it happens. That's definitely one of those. Uh, the, yeah. the one that I want to share that I can't share. Uh, Sounds like you're doing it. If anyways. you know that you know, I mean, I'm trying to find a way around it. And I feel like I can't tell it. Um, was the the money collection that I did once upon a time for <laughs> a certain certain group uh, by accident. Um, that was fun. I mean, that's all you really know about need to know about that. Um, nope. but, but just kind of piggybacking off yours, it's been a minute, but like I did, I went cliff jumping once and, um, I didn't want to like, go. Like no bungee straight into water. Yeah, straight into water. Type. Did not want to go. Like, which is That's so, scary shit, dude. Yeah. Like it sounds so lame, but like my mom was like, dude, just, I just go like you've laid around all summer. Dude, your nothing. mom said pussy do it. Yeah, pretty much. She was like, what are you doing? Like, just go. It'll be fine. I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. Um, but I hit the water in a way that was not uh, ideal and I completely like separated my shoulder from its socket. Mm. Um, so I was like at the bottom of the water, uh, like at the bottom of this little like thing and I'm like feet are touching the bottom and I'm looking up and my arm is like above my head and I could see my hand so like far up cause it's my shoulder is not where it's supposed to be. It's just like floating and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, that's how I die. This so is how I died. I just like slowed everything down for a second, left it there, squatted down as best I could, and I just pushed off the bottom as hard as I could mm-hmm. and managed to make it to the top. And as I That's went how you the do top, it, man. Yeah, and That's what I, they say. And I, as I got up there, I felt everything just suction back in, just like <laughs> pop. And I like came to the top. Oh, your arm came back in? Yeah, I didn't know I did not come back in right, but it went all the way back in. And it's been the it's been the it's been the reason for a lot of different like uh, repeat injuries over the last few years because that happened. But like when I came to the top, everyone's like yeah. around it, like, like, dude, you good? Like, what happened? Like, and I'm like, ah, I just want to go home. And I went home and I was like, Mom, I told you I didn't want to do this. And look what happened. Uh, you should sue your mom. <laughs> mom, I'm suing you because uh, you peer pressured me into going cliff jumping. You, you ruined me. You called me a bitch. <laughs> and that just did not sit right with me. And like Jesus. I say, you didn't raise no bitch. So I had to go. You didn't raise no fucking bitch, bro. And that's what we had to do. All right. Um, two more questions. What is your biggest relationship red flag? And we're not going to talk about current relationships. Just like overall in general for our followers, what red flag should they be looking out for? Or give them one, I guess. I don't know. When you take her to Buffalo and all the bartenders know her already. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if you take her to any bar, but specifically Buffalo, they and they're the like, oh, hey, what's up, name. girl? I haven't seen you in a while. La- say, hey, I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah, Just like, leave him there. Every, every, like, every bartender comes out one by one to like give her a hug. And this is like, if you don't know them already, it's like, oh, it's a first date. You just started dating this girl. You've never, she tells you there's this really cool bar you got to go to. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've never been to Buffalo Traders. You walk in there with her and everyone knows her. All the bartenders know her. That's the biggest red flag. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if she listens to, she listens out. to Sipping with Sims, that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah, if she listens to us to get the fuck out of there. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Well, it's, uh, it's tough because I think about like our friends like Claire, right? Everyone knows Claire and everyone loves Claire. But like she's not the reason why we're talking about this. There's other people that... So I think I think if the bartenders come out and uh, I don't know I don't know if you're getting looks it's not just that if you're getting looks from the bartender be like yeah 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 like if the if the bartender if that happens right every guy comes out and then they instantly go to you and they're like like, oh hey what's up bro what's up dude if every yeah if every bartender comes out gives them a hug and then completely ignores you yeah. Red flag. Big red if flag. the bartenders, if you're sitting at the bar and the bartender, when th- that chick is not looking, starts shaking his head at you, <laughs> that's that's the same situation. And then if they're like, um, "Hey, let's do shots," and they pour shots for them and her, but you're not part of it, not a part of it. There's Jack for that. <laughs> did you did you take your girl to Buffalo and all the bartenders hugged her and ignored you? There's Jack for that. <laughs> you might be entitled to compensation. You might be entitled for compensation. <laughs> Um, another red flag. I'll think of one. Um, I mean, there's... um, oh god, there's. I mean, there's so many, right? Mm-hmm. If she wants to, if, okay, this is a Grand Rapids red flag. If she wants to ever go to the Bob, oh, that's a huge one. Before a huge red flag, a huge flag. It, uh, within the first five dates. I mean, that's like a couple. Like, if I went there as a couple, like whatever. If I went there as friends, whatever. But like, if. There's a reason why she wants to go to the Bob. It's because her glory years happened at the Bob when she was her in college, and she can't whole like, years, it. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. If someone wants to go to the Bob in the first five times they've met you, it's because they can't let go of the past. No. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, final question. This one's the easy layup, or maybe not easy layup, but not as much uh, thinking power. Uh, who wins in a fight, a bear or a shark? I mean, come on, a shark, right? I don't know. Well, it, so it, it has to be in water. Right. So bear. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I was thinking about this. Um, you know how like bears are in rivers to catch salmon? Let's say it's like a little deeper river. So the bear can go like on the shore and the shark can come up. And let's say we're going, uh, what's the shark? Great whites don't go up rivers, but um, tiger sharks have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. But tiger sharks are like 12 to 15 feet at max. They're brutal fighters too, though. They're brutal fighters. Yeah. Have you ever seen a bear fight? Dude. Uh, Those things go yeah, fucking hard. Terrifying. So grizzly bears won't attack you unless there's cubs around usually. Uh, but black bears will just fucking attack because they're hungry. It's crazy. That is crazy. I, okay, but dude, have you ever heard? The, have you ever? This is a Rogan thing. So I was like, dude, that's yeah, why I, I was. I was trying not to do it because I was like, well, this the is this is bear. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking this about? This is Rogan territory. He always talks about it. Yeah, yeah. It stands up. It's like eight and a half feet tall. Imagine that thing just biting down on your dick, and so I see you see, and you're like, yeah, that. 
<laughs> yeah, that thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm terrified of sharks. Like, yeah, if same. I ever saw a great white and I was in a boat, I'd shit my pants. If I still I think that the, I think the bear. Water, I think the bear wins. You think bear wins? Because why? Do you think it drags it onto shore? Well, th- yes, because they're, they're they're fishers, right? They're natural fishers. They bite. Mm, and natural two, fishers. What does the shark have? It's got a, it's got jaws. It's got teeth. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. It doesn't have claws. You're the right. The bear's got these massive claws. Just one smack, boom, digging in. They're trying to pick that shit up, dude. Like the bear's yeah. gonna come away severely injured, but it right. is going to it is going to eat that shark well, for if, dinner. If the bear gets if the bear gets its arm stuck in there, it's goodbye arm. But it's still got three other things with claws on it and teeth. Yeah, you're and right. Teeth. Bear wins yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I like the way you think. Had to had to really just get real intellectual about that for a second. <laughs> I saw some comedian where he's talking about like male humor about how it's literally the most like weird shit ever like stuff like this where it's like would you have sex with a woman if she didn't have a nose and then they'd just be like hmm and like get really yes, like, yes, you that know what i mean where day. it's like it's like well, like what like what is it about the male brain that gets so into those hypotheticals well, he, the, the whole i love the favorite part of my, that bit is like he's like these are the conversations that happen when women aren't around to fuck it up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the guy's like the guy's like uh, what do you mean she like she's got a short nose or and he's like no no no, 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 no she's no. a hole in her face she got a hole you should, yeah <laughs> she looks like Voldemort <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like was she bad though she bad though? yeah it's like oh she bad like, okay, uh, okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fucking awesome yeah. all right dude well hey this uh this Wi-Fi setup is uh not or this remote setup's not too bad huh no no it's not bad I'm 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 smacking it yeah. Yeah, outside of the fact that we can pick up a radio station somehow through our equipment. Yeah, if for some reason you heard like country music playing, like it was not added in by us at all. Yeah, if you hear random ass music that is not our intro song, it's because my equipment in Detroit is picking up like radio waves or something every now and then. It's like W whatever, 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 Detroit. The place. Sound of silence. And then it's just, yeah, sound of silence. Just Simon Garfunkel over and over again. That's my own personal hell. Nothing wrong with Simon <laughs> Garfunkel, but dude, hell no. Hell no. Fuck no. All right. Um, so same time next week. Uh, what, what, what do you want to do? You want to release on Monday still? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not. So we'll be coming to you on Mondays. And then uh, we might have some intermittent episodes, like when we're traveling and stuff like that for interviews. Uh, but it's going to be really cool. There's going to be a lot of people that we have access to now in Detroit. Um, so we're going to bring a lot of cool people to you. And then some of our same friends from uh, Grand Rapids, of course. But uh, we're really you trying to use this momentum and uh, expand. So this is going to be really cool for not just us, but for you guys as listeners, too. Yeah, we do it for you guys. We do it for you guys, not for us. This We hate this. Yeah, this is a selfless <laughs> thing. I don't like hearing yeah, myself this is a, Yeah, all. we're completely selfless. I do not make sure the volume is turned all the way up in my, my, my headset so I can hear myself. So. Yeah, right. All right. We love you guys. Love you guys.